haven't learned we haven't learned for a few weeks. Each Torah is a separate Torah. So let, let's learn a little bit about Sphere Simon. In Parshas Emor, on page Ayin Tess, in the, in the uh, new edition, in the red cipher, Parshas Emor. This was given May 11th, 1940, by the, <clears throat> the Goyesha calendar, May 11th, 1940. It's an amazing Torah. There's a lot in here. Uswatam Lachami Machas Shabbos. Niyam Haviacham is Oymer Tufus Shabbos Shabbos is Tmimus Tiyan. It's the Mitzvah of Sphere Soymer. Uchidua Migmara. Shayna Tstukim Maidim Shakavanami Machas Yantiv. The Tstukim, of course, can't accept that when it says in the Tummy Machas Shabbos that it means. The day after Yantiv, the second day of Pesach. They, they're not makabal that. It says, So we, of course, we, we know that 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 Yantiv, Yikri Shabbos, that Yantiv could also be called Shabbos. Titztukim don't accept that. It says, Not Mimachas Yantiv. Vinovin, no. Mambaram is Lono, so why did the Torah do that, Taka? Why did the Torah call why did the Torah call Yontiv Shabbos? Obviously that would cause a lot of problems later on. It, it caused a lot of problems. So say Mimachas Yontiv Mimachas Achag, whatever. Why say Mimachas Shabbos? So there he goes into a, into a whole into a whole tire here, and he only gets back to that. He gets back to that the last last sentence of the of the tire. Ve'afshakis of Gemara Avodazar. So it's the Mishnah in Parag Beis in Avodazar. Shal Rabbi Yishmolus Rabbi Yeshua. Shali Mahalchim Adarach. So Rabbi Yishmol and Rabbi Yeshua are walking, and Rabbi Yishmol asked Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Shmuel asked Rabbi Yeshua, why are we not allowed to eat the cheese of Goyim? Why, why are we not allowed to have the cheese of Goyim? Omelos, Rabbi Yeshua answered, Because they curdle, they curdle it with the, I think it's in English, it's called the rennet. Of an avalan, I was in the cave in the stomach. The cheeses, they curdle the cheeses in the stomach of an of an animal that's in the vela. That's how they that's how they process the cheese. In the stomach of, of an animal that's in the vela. That wasn't shechted, that's in the vela. That's why we're not allowed to have Gvinasakum, the cheese of Gain. Omalova hello, Kevas Oila Khamur mi Kevas Navela. So Bishmuel asked the question. He says, "What do you mean? Why, why? He says the keva of an oila, the keva of a carbon oila, is chamur mikevas nevela. Is even stricter. It's even a bigger problem because that's really, that's not only also bachila. That's also bahana. Do I have any benefit from that? From the oila, from the carbon oila, right? It goes completely to shemay. V'armo kohen shedaita yofe sarfachaya." And yet, the Gemara says that if you have a Kohen, which is a way of saying that if you have a Kohen who's not so particular, means that he can suck out the, he can suck out the Ruah, it doesn't sound so pleasant, but he can suck out the Ruah, the Ruah milk from the stomach of, of a carbon oil. So again, so why is the so why is so why is the milk, why is the cheese, of the goyim that they that they that they curdle inside the stomach of an avela? Why is it us? Vloi 
Say that they weren't married. In other words, you're not supposed to do that, but if you did it, it's okay. So Yeshua says to Yishmael, another reason. So, so far, we, we don't have yet a reason, a clear reason why you can't have the cheese. Why are we not allowed to eat the cheeses that are processed by the Goyim? So he says another thing. Because they curdle, they curdle the the uh, they curdle it with the rennet of of what of eggle of the calves of avodis kachavim in the stomach of calves of avodis If that's the case, then the gvinus of outcome that the cheeses of the goyim should be forbidden behind also, not just to eat, but to derive any benefit. But they're only also to eat. So everything that Yeshua comes up with. Every reason that Yeshua comes up with to explain why we're not allowed to have the gvinas of Goyim, every single one, Rabbi Shmuel slugs up, right? He slugs up every one of the reasons. So he seal the Ravach. So uh, Rabbi Yeshua diverts Rabbi Shmuel's attention to get him onto a different subject. Sounds like it's not going well here. So he takes him over to a different subject. Now, let's not talk about this anymore. I don't talk about this. Omelo Yishmol Achi. And he says to him, it's an amazing Gemara. Yishmol Achi. Heyach ata kare ki toivim doidech miyayin, a toivim doidayich miyayin. In the Pesach that we just read Shir Shirim on Shabbos, so Rabbi Yishmol says to Rabbi Yishmol, how do you read the Pesach? That ki toivim doidech miyayin, that your love in the Zohar, your love is better than wine? Or do you read a Kitovim Dodayach? Whether his love is better than wine or her love is better than wine. Zohar Nekeva. Dodecha, Kitovim Dodecha Miyayin, or Dodayach Miyayin? How do you read the Pazik? Amalok Kitovim Dodayach. So Vishmal says, I read the Pazik, Kitovim Dodayach Miyayin. The feminine. Amalo, Rabbi Yeshua says to him, Ain't a davakay. No, no, no. That's wrong. Shechaverim alami to love. Because it says, it says, right away, it says, Reach shmanecha tovim. We're talking about a zacher, that his, the, the oil has a good smell. Reach shmanecha is zacher. That's clearly zacher. None of this makes any sense, right? <laughs> First of all, let's just review. Rabbi Shmuel asks of Yeshua a perfectly legitimate question. Why are we not allowed, what's this takana, what's this law, that we're not allowed to have gvinas of goyim, cheese that goyim produce? And Rabbi Yeshua gives three explanations, and Rabbi Shmuel asks a kash in each of them, right? Then Rabbi Yeshua says, let's talk about something else. And he asks him, how do you say kitavim dadayich miyayin? Kitavim dadayich miyayin. He says dadayich. No, the right way is kitavim dadayich miyayin. That your love, kitavim dadayich. Your love, Hashem's love, is more delicious than wine. What? What is that? Her love, his love. Now, Aleph. It's hard to understand. What is this? Next, v'amru begemara shigzeirazu shalsu gvinas akom b'sarech hayud beis chadish aisa. The Gemara explains why is it that Yeshua did not want to get to the actual explanation? Why was he giving these other explanations that didn't work? Because the the gzeira of of the Chachamim to forbid us to have the cheese of, of Goyim, it was still a new gzeira. It was still within the first year of the gzeira. And a gzeira that has not been is not yet had its first birthday, it's not yet twelve months in effect. A gzeira, ein megalon timer, chazal the chacham did not tell the reason until after a year. Why? Because somebody who hears the reason and says, "I don't, I don't, I don't agree with this. This reason, this doesn't resonate with me. I don't, I don't see this." Might be lenient, 
and go against the Takana, the Gzeir. So for a, for a year, for a full year, the, there would be an enactment made by Chazal. However, that was made with the Beznagodal. However, there would be an enactment of Chazal. No reason was given. Only after a year would the reason be given. And after a year, where the Gzeira had already, the enactment, the Gzeira had already spread among the Jewish people because they were, they were obedient and they were respectful. So once already the, 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 the Gzeira had become something that was kept, so then Megalan time, then Kramagalan, then, then they would say what the rationale was, why did they make that Gzeira? So Rabbi Yeshua wanted to get Rabbi Shmuel to a different subject. That the Drabonans knows that Rabbi Yeshua wanted to get Rabbi Shmuel onto the subject of how precious all the Drabonans are. All the Gzairus, all the Dinami Drabanan, Kitavim Daidachami Ayin. That the Diveso from the Drabanans is more precious in God's eyes than Divrei Torah, than Yenishal Torah, than the wine of Torah itself. That the Drabanans are more. That's why Yeshua brought Rabbi Shmuel over to this Indian of the Kitavim Daidachami Ayin. Because the Pasuk is teaching us that the Dirabonans are more precious to Hashem than the Yain, than the wine of the Raisa, than the wine of the Torah itself. That's why he got into that subject. That's the mission of the Gemara there in Avadazar. So now the Rebbe, the Rebbe asks very, very well. The Rebbe asks, on page Peg, the Rebbe asks, Vinavina, as we, ha- we have to understand. If you're not allowed to reveal the reason for Xera until it's aged already for a year, then what was Rabbi Shmuel making trouble? Rabbi Shmuel knew this was a new Xera. It was like the headlines. No more Goyesha cheese. Finished. I, don't know, I was trying to think of I don't know any names of Goyesha cheese. But no more craft. I don't know. No more Goyesha cheeses. Finished. That was the headlines. And everybody was tumbling, you know, in shul, they're standing outside. Well, what's going on over here? <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to go for, for, for some uh, baked ziti or something, and uh, you heard this, and my favorite restaurant, and, and this, everybody's buzzing. You know, there's a word in Yiddish, kulitzing, like when you're talking about kahal things, kahulitzing. Like everybody's talking, what did they come up with? A, a new thing, the rabbis came down, you hear this, am I they came down with the, no Gvinas Akam. So Rabbi Shmuel knew this. And Rabbi Shmuel knew, Rabbi Shmuel knew that there's a din that everybody accepted. That 12 months, they don't, have, they don't explain anything. Just do what you're told. 12 months. Afterwards, we'll tell you what it's about. Rabbi Shmuel knows that. So why was Rabbi Shmuel chepering? You know, to, why, is he, why is he going after Rabbi Yeshua? What's this business of Gvinas Akam? What's he bothering you? So let's say what Rabbi Shmuel is saying, maybe what's happening is like this. Rabbi Shmuel says, I'm not going to tell anybody. But between me and you, what's going on? Right, what came down? This, what's this business of Gvinazakim? Because, and then he, and then he, and then Rabbi Shmuel says to him some terutsim, and Rabbi Shmuel says, that's a terutsim, not a terutsim. And he knocks down each of the terutsim, right? So Rabbi Shmuel, so you might say Rabbi Shmuel wants to get like the inside scoop, like what's really going on over here. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go around to tell anybody. You could trust me. I'm also one of the chafi, you know. So then Lomelo Amelo, so then Rabbi Yeshua, why is Rabbi Yeshua playing games with him? Then why is Rabbi Yeshua pushing him away with these terutsim that are not terutsim? You know, why do, he gives the terutsim because uh, uh, the kavas, the kava. Uh, uh, the cave of a nevela, the cave of an uh, egg leveler. Why, why is Rabbi Yeshua like giving him these answers? Tell him, then tell him. If, if it's talking something that he could talk about with Rabbi Shmuel, 
privately, then tell him privately. What's the what's the Indian over here? The same way it's mutter for Rabbi Yehoshua to know the reasoning behind this, which of course has to do with intermarrying and mixing with going. That the same the same way that Rabbi Yehoshua was allowed to know about it, then Gamla Rabbi Shmuel does. So why can't Rabbi Shmuel know about it? They're not going to. No one's going to announce this in shul. Rabbi Shmuel's not going to tell anybody. If Rabbi Shmuel says you can trust me, the same way Rabbi Yehoshua was one of the chachamim. So Rabbi Shmuel is also one of the Chachamim. So wh- why not? Then, if that's the Indian, then tell him privately. And then Vilama Davka Lepasuk Uladrash Zehisio. So then why did and then why did Rabbi Yeshua distract him by saying, "No, forget about it. Let's talk about this interesting drush and shirashir." Kitovim daydaich, or kitovim daydercha. Miay. So, so the Gemara says because, because it has to do with the Torah that we got and that we want more Torah and that Am Yisrael loves the Torah. So why doesn't he just say to him, the Pasuk, the beginning of the Pasuk is Yishakenim in the Shikos Piyu. Why does he ask on the end, Kitavim Dodecham Yayin? Now the Rebbe says something very deep and very beautiful. You're wondering what this has to do with Sefer Sa'imah. Listen to what he says. <laughs> All of the mitzvahs of the Torah we understand. It says in Pasuk, We understand what it says in the Torah. We don't understand. Why do we put our box and straps? I don't know. Why, do you, why can you eat this? You can't eat that. The Torah really is Zoshu Torah. Whether we understand it, we don't understand it, we just have to do it. And even when it comes to the Mishpatim, that seem to us to make sense, whatever, honor parents, don't steal. Even these things, we don't do it because of Seichel. Because we are obeying the Gzeir of the king. Because we understand that the Torah that's God's law. So no chachmas. You understand it. You don't understand it. This is a nice explanation. You don't like the explanation. It doesn't make a difference. Now, when it comes to gzeres drabanan, so by gzeres drabanan, remember gzeres drabanan, shehin mishmeres to mishmeres. The chachamim made these gzeres in order to make a fence around the Torah, right? In order to keep us in line, that we shouldn't end up going too far and violating something from the Torah. L'chayra, you would say by that, which is completely based upon on logic, on reason, right? On logic and reason. On human logic and human reason. So you would say, L'chayra to say, you would say that a person really should only have to keep a drabonan when he understands the time of the gzeir. And then, if he understands the reason, then what he's doing by observing this drabon is a mitzvah. But not if he doesn't understand it. When the Chacham made a gzeira, don't do this, so you shouldn't come to do that. We're not talking about a mitzvah. We're talking about a logical, a logical, rational, preventative measure that based upon reason and logic the Chacham instituted in order to create a fence around the Torah. It's not a mitzvah. These are not mitzvahs. These are only to protect the deraisis, to, def- to make sure that the mitzvah deraisis is okay. The cave in their timer, so the person doesn't, doesn't know what the reason is. If you don't understand what the reason is, how's that going to help you to stay away from the deraisa? Right? If the whole point of the gzeira midrabanan is that it should be a mishmeris that you understand this, and because you understand this, it will prevent you, it will help you to be more cautious not to be over in the deraisa. That would only work, what? If you understand what's the reason for this. If I understand the reason for this, then that will help me it's not a mitzvah. It's not some sort of a chok. It doesn't have magical power like a pair of tefillin or a mezuzah. 
is a svara. And if I don't know what the svara is, how's that going to help me in terms of keeping me from being over the raisa? How does it help me? So then what's the key? What does he mean? How's it going to help him? What's it going to do for him? You understand? What's it going to do? Since the whole thing is to prevent him from keeping their, from, from being over their Isa, then you need to understand what is this, what's the point, what's the purpose of this? And, and that, Mimela, I will be careful, and I understand. But, but not, to see, not to say the reason. So a person could say, this is not Tefillin, this is not Mezuzah, it's not Shabbos. So I don't understand it, so what good is it for me? What's the Tachlis? Of course, that's not true. That's not true. That's the deeper meaning of the beauty of the, of the, the power of Jerabonin. Hashem teaches Torah to Am Yisrael. Not only is Hashem our Rebbe that He taught us the Torah, but He also gave us the Torah. He gave us the Torah, he put us in charge of the Torah. Like there's a big introduction from the Shemites, a very famous introduction on this Indian. And he gave us, the Beis HaLevi in his Josh. Hashem Yisrael gave us the Torah. It's not that he's just sitting in Shemayim and says, this is the Pshat. He says, here's the Torah, you're in charge. You make sure this Torah is kept. Right? Hashem gave the Chachamim, he gave the Torah to Am Yisrael, we're led by the Chachamim, and Hashem said, here's the Torah, you make sure that this is done properly. Now even, even Am Yisrael has the koach to create mitzvahs. To create mitzvahs. Mrs. Drabana. Kam mitzvahs deraisa hene verin demalka. The mitzvahs from the Torah are called in the Zohar, the limbs of the king. The cave in Yisrael ne chazn begufa demalka. And since Am Yisrael is holding on to the Body of the king, and Hashem, the Torah, and Am Yisrael are one. Therefore, since Kuchibrichu, Yisrael Varaisa is one, when Am Yisrael is connected, is bound to Hashem, is bound to Hashem, then the Rotson the Das and the Neshama of Am Yisrael gives us the ability we're one with the Torah we're one with the Torah we're one with Hashem that when it comes to Kiddush HaKadosh when it comes to the Yom Tovim Atem, the Gemara learns and explains that That even if we make, even if they make a mistake, the din is a din. The calendar is a calendar. And even on the mitzvahs drabbanim, the Gemara talks about in Shabbos the Ner Chanukah. But even on mitzvahs drabbanim, we say Asher Kedushanu b'mitzvosav. Asher Kedushanu that Hashem commanded us with His mitzvahs. The Gemara Manu Kvashim Yizeron Shagam. And from here we see, and from what we're learning, that even though when the Chachamim institute Xerah, they make Xerah, in the beginning, the Svarah is that we want to make a fence to protect the Torah. Right? We're making a Xerah, that nobody should come to violate. You can't, you, you, you can't ride the animal on Shabbos. Why? Because you might tear a branch off the tree, right? So that, that's how it begins. It begins with a Svarah, it begins, with, it begins with human reason as a way of defending the Torah. That's how it starts. Once the Chacham were mitzavah us to live this way, or not to ride a horse, on, not to ride the animal on Shabbos, then hein ba'atzman nasois mitzvahs. Then these gzeiras become mitzvahs. Even though they began with the reasoning of the Chachamim, but once it was passed, once it was enacted, however that happens, then it becomes already a mitzvah. 
We just went through that. Then when it comes to the Yantiv Shani of Golis, even though now we already know, we already know which is the real day of Yantiv, we already know, right? Because now we're, we're already Bekim Bekvir Diyarcha. We still make Yantiv Shani. Even though mathematically, astronomically, we know that really the only, only the first day is, is Yantiv Midaraisa. But we still keep Yantiv Shani. To this day. That we don't put on tefillin on that day. Tefillin is a mitzvah deraisa. And we don't put on tefillin on Yontif Sheni Shagolias. Because even though it began with a svara, how it began, it's immaterial. Once it was enacted, once it became a gzera, so then it becomes a mitzvah, it becomes a din. Without getting into the issue of Dechia and the Raisis, but we see that we keep Yontif Sheni Shagolias and we don't put on film on Yontif Sheni Shagolias. Yeah? Okay, that's a very complicated sugi in Shaz. We're not going into it right now. It's a, it's a, it's a big discussion. And Tfilm is Mitzvah Daraisa. Tfilm is a Mitzvah Because once the Chachamim were Mesakin Yontif Shani, Nasa Ba'atma Mitzvah. Then everybody takes on a, a life of its own. It becomes a mitzvah. A mitzvah drabon, but it becomes a mitzvah. It's not, it's not up to you to think about anymore, to decide. And not only that, but it has the koach, it has the koach to defend and to protect the Torah, whether you understand it or not. Avshem etchila, rak mishum sveke de yaymaso. Even though to begin with, Yantiv Shani was because it was a suffix. They didn't know which was the real day of Yantiv. Now we do know which is the real day of Yontiv, and we still keep second day Yontiv, and we don't put on film. Second day Yontiv. Vav Shazel Gamke Nirmas Begmara Hanis Keres L'El. And now maybe we can come back to the Gemara that we were learning before. Shabi Shmol Rotsa Shigalis Tamagzera Shaosu Gvinas Hakum. Rabbi Shmol wanted to reveal, wanted to publicize. The tam, the svara, the reasoning for the gzeira. He wanted Jews to understand how dangerous it is to, to use certain products of non-Jews because that is a step towards assimilation, right? Intermarriage and assimilation. And Rabbi Shmuel wanted to publicize that. Because Rabbi Shmuel's svara was that if the people don't know the reason for this law, they're not going to keep it. They're not going to really want to keep it. They're not going to keep it bishlemis. And and not only that, then since they don't know what the reasons for the law, how is that going to how is that going to have the desired effect of making a greater distance between us and non-Jews? They're just going to say, like I was joking about before, that oh, the rabbis came up with like some new thing. They, oh. they're just going to say, what, what is this? And they're going to be talking in Lumbus the whole year. Like, like Rabbi Shmuel was talking, they were talking and learning. But, the, but what does that have to do with staying away from going? Ram Rabbi Yeshua, me aposik. So Rabbi Yeshua says to him a few things. And he says, um, and, and, and Rabbi, Shmuel, uh, Rabbi Shmuel rejects all of them. And then it says that then Rabbi Yeshua says, you know what, let's talk about the, the Pasuk in Shir Shir. Shir Shir says, Kitoyim the Dechem Hashem says that the Drabonans are more delicious to me, are sweeter to me, are more precious to me than even the mitzvahs that I gave from the Torah. That means that the divrei so from the Durabonans are not mitzvahs just because they're a, 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 a logical way to protect the mitzvahs of the Torah. Rakmi nasim mitzvahs. But they themselves, once the Chazal made that gzeira, 
then they themselves become mitzvahs. Hashem himself says, that the the Drabonans are more precious and dear to him than the Deraises. Not because it's just going to help you to not violate a Deraisa. They themselves are more dear to me. Therefore, even if you don't know the reason, they have that koach. And for an entire year, they would not tell the reason. The Gzair was cooking for that year. The Gzair was penetrating into Am Yisrael's essence, into, the, into Nishmas Yisrael. And the Gzair, the Divrei Sam, the Gzair Midirabonan, became a, a piece of Torah in Am Yisrael's Neshama over the course of that year. And the Dafka did not give the time, did not give the reason. Because there's, because. Because when the, when the Chazal made the Gzeir, the Gzeir itself becomes Be'etzim, uh, uh, becomes a Torah. It becomes a Chepz of Torah. And Mitzvah B'Shleim is Hainaisen. And therefore, if Jews keep the Gzeir, it will have the desired effect to prevent whatever it is Chazal had in mind. It will have all of the Koch of that Mitzvah. Even if they don't know the reason. Just like the Mitzvah of the Torah. Even if you don't know what Tefillin is doing, it does something. Even if we don't know what's the what's the Indian of you know what's the Indian of Shatnes or Kalaim or Tarfus or whatever we don't know, whatever it is, it's accomplishing what needs to get accomplished. Even though I don't understand it, same things with the, same thing with the Drabanans. That once Chazal made the Drabanan, it becomes mitzvah, and even if you don't understand the reason, it has the effect. It has that impact. It does what it's supposed to do. And so it is with every individual Jew. According to his Madrega in Avodah Hashem. In other words, when, what the Rebbe is saying is that when a Yid, not just Chazal, but when a Yid in his Avodah Hashem, he does something to serve Hashem. Because not anything that's against the Torah, but he does something to serve Hashem, and, and he doesn't. He does something in avodas Hashem, and he has a kavana with that to serve Hashem. Nasa mitzvus. It, it becomes also mitzvah. That even when a Jew on his own makes up a kavana, that he has a good intention when he's doing some mitzvah, he has some nice intention when he's doing this mitzvah, this kavana. Kavana is toive, it's called a kavana toive. It's considered a kavana. Akanashon akadish. Hainu. Shemisha any day lakavan kavana sari. Regular people who don't know the kavanas of their rizal when they, when they do mitzvahs, they don't know the kavanas of Kabbalah of their rizal. But if a Jew gives himself over to do this mitzvah, and he's makavein that I want to do this with a full heart, I want to do this belayv shalom. According to whatever he's able to understand, kavanas toivasein. It's called kavan. It's called a kavan. And it all depends upon how, to what degree, this person is mevatl himself to do the Rasna Hashem, just to do the Rasna Hashem. In this battle, Elav Yisbaruch Yoyser, if he's more bottled to Hashem, as nas atzmusa Yoyser lo kiss. Then, then what? If he's mevatl, if he surrenders himself more to Hashem, then he becomes more of a piece of elokus. This kavana that this little Jew is having becomes a, a piece of elokus. Atshimim menu nasa mitzvus. It becomes, like, it becomes a mitzvah. Therefore, so now the Rebbe is talking about, of course, the time that they were living in, the time that they were dying in. Therefore, when we're going through a terrible ace, sorrow, a terrible, terrible time, and we're all thinking, 
what benefit does God have all of this? Like, what mitzvahs are we able to do? We're not able to sit and learn now. We don't have any svarm. And if they catch us, they're going to kill us. And all these shivas are, are, are closed. And all the shuls are burned down. And the mitzvahs, the few mitzvahs that we still can do, who has the mind now, in all that we're going through, who has the mind to be able to concentrate on any kavanas? On fancy kavanas of the Arizal, of the Rashash, whatever. Who, who, who could think? Whoever's able to have still a pair of tefillin, he just puts them on and takes them off. But what's happening right now, the Rebbe says, is unbelievable. Because there are a million billion reasons why, six million reasons why, we wouldn't be doing these things anymore, we wouldn't be keeping any mitzvahs anymore. And the only reason we're doing these mitzvahs is because we surrender ourselves completely to Hashem in, in, with Emunah, even though we're getting clapped and sahakt, we're getting beaten and killed. We give ourselves over to Him and we try to do whatever mitzvahs we can with mysterious nefesh, to bake a matzah, with mysterious nefesh, to blow shofar, with mysterious nefesh, to risk their lives, to light a Hanukkah candle. We're mavatla ourselves to Hashem. And we see that no one's going to save us, no one can help us, only Hashem. From our giving ourselves over to you completely, Hashem. So he's telling all these Jews who are feeling terrible, that they can't learn anymore, they're not able to keep the mitzvahs anymore. There's no wanting to make kiddush, there's no tefillin. There's no, they can't keep mitzvahs. He's saying to them, he's saying, you should know, every single thing that you're doing in your life right now is a mitzvah. Every good thought that you have to be a Jew, every single second that you give yourself over to Hashem, and you don't give up your emunah, and you try to do the, the ratzon of Hashem in the times that we're living in, is mamash a mitzvah. Achakol maisam any thought that you have, any tiny little gesture, any little act that you do of kindness to help another Jew, to give him a crumb of your piece of bread, is not a mitzvah. It becomes a mitzvah. It's elevated to a higher place of mitzvah. When a Jew does whatever he's able to do, it has a lot to do with our generation. Even though we don't have, God forbid, these kind of services, it's different than Yana. When a Jew does what he's able to do, then that which you're able to do, even though it's nothing like it used to be, everything is mamish brought up to the, it, it becomes a mitzvah. Now, by all mitzvahs, we say the words by derises, by derabonans. That's what the Gemara is talking about there in Shabbos. By all mitzvahs, we say the bracha asher kedushanu b'mitzvahs v'vitzivanu, and we say it on Megillah, which is derabon, and we say it in Nechanikim, which is derabon. Asher kedushanu b'mitzvahs v'vitzivanu. Avo b'svirus oimer. There's something else. Sphere of there's something else. It's interesting by Sphere of isn't it? That even those Jews who normally don't say L'Shem Yichud, they don't say L'Shem Yichud, by Sphere of they say L'Shem Yichud. You know who was the biggest misnagged? Who was the biggest misnagged to L'Shem Yichud? The Noy Debi Yehuda. They, they say that the Noy Debi Yehuda, when it came to Sphere of that they say that the Nabi Yehuda would say it very quietly. And even those who say that's not true, that they say that when the, that when the Baltfila would say, or somebody would say that the Nabi Yehuda left them alone, by Sphere Simon. By everything else, the Nabi Yehuda says, there's no Lushayim But But by Sphere Simon, and it's printed even in the Ashkenaz Siddurim, right? I don't know, I don't see an Ashkenaz Siddur, but I, I, I understand, I think it's printed in the Ashkenaz Siddur. It says Lushayim that's not their Indian. Lashem Yichud. 
And there were tzaddikim from different from different chassidus that were afraid because they had such terror hearts that they were so afraid in the Yehuda that they didn't say the l'shem yichud out loud. But by Sefer Soimer, everybody said l'shem yichud should be hushchad. By Sefer Soimer, why? Every every drabbanan is a mitzvah. That's what we're learning. Once Chazal made a mitzvah, it's a mitzvah, and it's the Ratzon Hashem. It becomes the Ratzon Hashem. And Hashem Ezbuch gives the Torah of Tam Yisrael. And he says, you, made, you guys made it a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. And then we can say, L'Shem Yichud on, and we do. You say, L'Shem Yichud. The same L'Shem Yichud you make on, on Achilles Masa. In the Haggad, it says, L'Shem Yichud before, you say, before Kairach also. Before Achilles Mar. Mar is when it says, Drabonin, right? You say, L'Shem Yichud. It's printed in the Haggad. They say, Arba Kaisis. Adiraisa Drabonin, Arba Kaisis. Drabonin. Right? We say L'shem But what's by Sefer Soimer? What's different about it? Al B'Sefer Soimer Mekach Nesat Semeni B'Proteus This is what's different. Because Sefer Soimer is Chesed Gvur Teferz Netach Hagi Yisrael and Malchus. And it means that the entire essence of a Jew from head to toe is wrapped in the Kedusha of the seven Midas, of Chesed, Gevur, Teferz, Netzach, Hayd, Yisrael, and Malchus, which, of course, the spheres correspond to all the limbs of the body. Chesed, Dira, Yimina, Smoil, Dira, Gevur. Gevur, Dira, Smoil, the left arm is Gevur, the right arm is Chesed, and so on. All the, all the spheres. Yisrael, Malchus. Netzachai, the legs, the whole, the whole person is miskadish by sphere soim with the with the seven with the seven meters. Uba prote prote is seven meters. Should be called sphere. Not only that, gvur should be chesed, tefer should be chesed, netzach should be chesed. The prote prote is of all of the meters. Mitzvah l'mem neshavur, mitzvah l'mem neyam. We count the weeks and we count the days. Shiva Sayyam, Shibachol Shavua, Bakol is what? Like we say afterwards in the Rebbeinu Shalom, Also, I think it's printed in the Ashkenaz Siddur. Right? The Rebbeinu Shalom afterwards is printed in the Ashkenaz Siddur. It's not typical of the Ashkenaz Siddur to have those things. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, this Yaki becomes a Chassidish guy. The same people that the rest of the time they say, how does it mean klipas? Klipas, no klipas. What's a klipa? All of a sudden, when it comes to Sphere Soimer, is the kachenu, the taharenu, what's happening by Sphere Soimer? What the Rebbe is saying, the Territz is, Sphere Soimer is mamish. The Yid himself becomes a shtick mitzvah, you understand? Chesed, Vur, the Yid himself is taken to another place. L'chem Yizek, kol etzem ha-Yisraeli. Kol etzem ha-Yisraeli. The whole essence of a Jew, the entire Jew, Nasa mitzvah. Becomes in Gansna mitzvah. Like they say with the Rebbe Abzushi, you know the story that the, you know, the Rebbe Abzushi was disguised. You know, he used to go with the Rebbe Melech, he used to. And once the Rebbe Abzushi was in a place Friday night, and after davening, so they used to, people, the, all the poor people, the beggars, the uh, strangers and, that came from other beggars, they would stay at the back of the shul, and nice Jews would take, would say to him, you come, come with me, you come with me, to stay, to sleep over Shabbos and to eat. My father told me that's how it was in Europe. That's, that's how they lived. There were Jews that would stay in the back of the shul, poor people that some they knew, most they didn't know. And they'd say, okay, you come, you come. Take them for Shabbos. So the Rebbe Zushia was in the back of the shul. Nobody knew who he was. And they didn't want to take him. Nobody wanted to take him because he was acting strange. The Rebbe Zushia was acting funny. And they saw by davening he was doing all kinds of things. Nobody wanted to go near this guy. 
So who is the biggest tzaddik in the shul? Uh, the the shamas, because he's closing up the shul, and who's left there? Reb Zusha. And he's uh, he sees he's a strange. From the Swami, you know the Reb Zusha looks strange. He was he was different. And the shamas was a tzaddik because he always got the last one that nobody wanted to take. So the shamas said, "Okay, you. What's your name?" He says, "Zusha." He says, "Okay, Zusha, you come with me." But I'm warning you. Don't do anything strange because I'm going to get it from my wife if you start acting up. Because I always come home with all the all the strange characters. You just try to be normal, okay? And and he, you know, Zusha never said I. Rabbi Zusha used to never. He only said Zusha. He never. He didn't like the word I. So he says Zusha would be good. He says Zusha would behave. Zusha would be good. <laughs> so they, they, he, so he, he's walking home with him. And and before they go into the house, he says to them again, "Remember Zusha. Just try to be normal. You know, nothing." So is fine. They come into the house. He looked crazy. So they come to the house, and the wife gives the husband a look. Uh, and their children, and, their, and the Rebbe Zushi right away jumps over to the children, and he goes and sits with them on the floor to talk to them. And the wife is already getting, you know, nervous that you got a, a crazy guy. Okay, it comes time to make Kiddush. And, and um, you know, for the Rebbe Zushi. You know, the, the whole Shalmalachim, he behaved. Because he he, normally, Rebbe was all over. You know, Shalmalachim, he just was acting regular. Shalmalachim, Alechim, Shalmalachim, Alechim, Shalmalachim. And then, okay, so the Balabas is, you know, he's strange, but he's behaving. Then came time for Kiddush, and the Balabas, the Shamas, is hold, holding the Bech in his hand to make Kiddush. He's about to say, he's about to say, and all of a sudden, the Rebbe Zushi starts to kiss himself. He goes, <laughs> The kids go crazy. The wife says he's nuts. Take him out of here. <laughs> and the balabas puts down the cuss and he says, "What's the matter? You are you crazy? What are you doing, Zusha?" So the Rebbe Zusha says to him, "The whole week, he says Zusha is nothing. People laugh at me. People just uh, step on me. Who's Zusha? Zusha is nobody. A schnorr, a schlepper. But right now, I'm your guest. I'm your. You took me as an oirich, as a guest. That means I'm. That means that." Zushia is like a pair of tefillin. You're doing a mitzvah with Zushia. Zushia is your mitzvah. You're doing a mitzvah with Zushia. So the same way that you kiss a pair of tefillin, Zushia. Zushia is a mitzvah. Zushia is a mitzvah. That's what he said. I don't know the end of the story. <laughs> but that's what they say. I say the story by Shalom Zachas a lot. This is by Shalom Zachas. It means to have a child, a Jewish child. To look at the child his whole life like that. The way you look at him when he's born, he's a mitzvah. But the Rebbe is saying a very deep thing here. The whole, by, by, the, by sphere, the, the seven meters, the whole Jew is mamish a mitzvah. That's why only by sphere armor it says yontiv is called Shabbos. Mimachas hashabbos. Why do you mach It's yontiv. Why didn't you just say mimachas yontiv? Why do you say Mimachas HaShabbos? Why is Yontav called Shabbos? From that, the Tzduk went into the whole mistake. Why do you say Mimachas HaShabbos? It's Yontav. It's not Shabbos. Why is Yontav called Shabbos? Yontav Yisrael Makadsh. Because the Chiddush of Yontav is that Yontav is something that the, that the Am Yisrael's Makadsh and Bezdin. It's our creation, Yontav. That day, we made that day of Yontav. That it came out that day of the month, we made that. And Hashem is Baruch Says what? They said they said it's Sukkis today? Sukkis. They said it's Pesach? Hashem's Baruch says to all the Malachim, Chiris Chametz, Bir Chametz, down on earth, the Jews said today is Pesach, no Chametz over here. Take out the tablecloth, put up a Seder, we're making Pesach. Because on, because on earth they're making Pesach. That's, that's Yontiv. Yontiv Yisrael Makaj. Shabbos is Kriya Vekayimah. Shabbos, of course, is Kriyavikam. That Hashem makes Shabbos. Shashem Akadsha. That's Makadash Shabbos. Vayidei, his Kadash, or his Kadash, I don't know, his Kadashonu Besvira, when we are Makadash ourselves with the midst of Svira Soma, which encloses us from head to toe, the seven meters, Gamayontiv Shonu Makadshin is called Shabbos. Then the yontiv that we are makadish as human beings, Hashem is Baruch gives a stamp on it, and he says, "By me, it's as good as Shabbos. It's as good as Shabbos." When a Jew, when a Jew with a, with a full heart, is makadish himself, and is makadish the yontiv, the Rebbeinu Shalom says, "Shabbos." 
By me, it's as good as Shabbos. This Yontif, by me, is Shabbos day. It has the Kviyas and the Kedusha and the greatness of Shabbos. That is Davke Mezgalu through Sfir Soimer, because Sfir Soimer is the Sheva Midas of Chesed all the way down to Malchus, where the whole essence of a Jew becomes one shtick mitzvah, a mitzvah, Chesed mitzvah. And through that, through that, the Yontiv of Am Yisrael is lifted up mm-hmm. to a place that's called Shabbos. And therefore, Davke in the Mitzvah Sfira, Yontiv is called Shabbos, Mimachos HaShabbos, which is Mimachos Yontiv, because that's the core of the Mitzvah Sfira Soimah. By Sfir Soimah is different. Therefore, we see the L'Shem Yichud that all Jews want to have Kavana by Sfir Soimah. Even those who normally are misnagged to the L'Shem Yichud, they don't say L'Shem Yichud. But when it comes to Sfir Soimah, everybody wants to be part of the L'Shem Yichud. Because everybody knows intuitively, that the Jews know that somehow in a mysterious way, Sfir Soimah has to do with the whole essence of who I am. With Chesed, Gvur, Tefes, Natsah, Haid, Yisoyed, Malchus, Mamash, my whole Metzias is a Jew. That I'm a godly, I'm a Tzalem Elokim, I'm in God's image. That's what it means. And when, I, and when I take that upon myself, and I count the seven spheres, the seven weeks and the days, and the Pratim of the spheres, then I'm a Kaddish myself with the seven Midas of Chesed, Tal, Malchus, and, and the Tzalem Elokim, and I am a godly person. And therefore, Davke by Sfir Soma, there's this Rotzen to say, L'Shem Yichud, to have a Kavana. The Jews have this Kavana, L'Shem Yichud. Each one of us deserves a kiss. Hashem is should help us that we should realize, we should recognize that how precious our mitzvahs are, are in His eyes. Not only our mitzvahs, but our kavanas taivas and the efforts that we make in life and the little nice things that we try to do l'shem shemayim for His sake. Then in Hashem Baruch's eyes, it's mamish Shabbos. He puts Shabbos on everything. When you or I try to do something good for Hashem, Hashem Baruch signs Shabbos. He puts Shabbos. It's a big thing that we just learned. I have to think about it. Sky. We have a minion.